Hey everybody, welcome to the Ray Hart Rundown. Hey, what's going on guys? Alright, let's get it fired up already. So, we are a little delayed this week. Yeah, that, that's my bad. <laughs> uh, that's for, my bad. My schedule got a little filled up. That's alright, gonna, I'm going to fix it. So for Patreons this week, uh, because we were a day late uh, on this release, yeah. the episode actually will be extended for Patreon. Yes. So if you're listening to this on Patreon, it's actually longer than what the public release is going to get. Yeah. So, th- so that's you how get this will your be. own little exclusive insights into things. Yeah, super extended version levels. on yeah. Patreon. As a, as a, you're getting the Snyder cut, of the Ray Hart rundown, <laughs> the Ray Hart rundown Snyder cut of this episode. So, um, speaking of Snyder cut, and I watched it. Directed. Did you finally see it? I loved it. It was amazing, right? I like fucking four hours. It. I told you, dude, it was amazing. I heard now that um, the directors of Avengers or whatever Endgame, oh, the Russo brothers, the Russo brothers, yeah, they're talking about making their own director's cut, which is going to be six hours. Yeah, long. it's a, and I yeah, saw like, like you motherfuckers, like you, they're just trying to be. Funny. Yeah, yeah, you're seeing all the. Well, if they're serious about it, you're seeing all the success of the Snyder cut, and you're like, oh well, we could do that. Which I get it. I mean, you know, you gotta compete. You True, know, but the, again, it's big, I don't, epic films. But. I don't think I think they kind of did what they wanted with that. I don't think there's too much. No, well, because they they broke it into two parts. So right. if, if you think about it, Avengers was four hours long in itself. They just broke it into two halves. Right, and that and that's what was supposed to happen with the Snyder Cut. It was supposed to be two films. Right, exactly. So, so but okay. So speaking of directors, though, I want to bring up one thing. There's a director out there, the one that just did Godzilla vs Kong. Okay. Uh, Adam Wingard is actually the director for that. He also, uh, he's set up right now. He's also going to be the director or one of the screenwriters, I think, for the sequel to Face Off. Remember oh, okay. Face Off in the yeah. 90s or whatever? Yeah. With John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. Yeah, we talked about the sequel a uh, few episodes Okay, back. so this is that director that's that's lined up. According to Deadline, this is that director that's lined up to do that film. And he's also the one that just did Godzilla vs. Kong, which I believe is out now. Yeah, which um, I also have something to say about that. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, though. So I haven't seen it yet either. But, but he's excited. He has just expressed, uh, Adam Wingard has just expressed that he has going to co-write and direct a live-action animated hybrid. I say animated hybrid uh, based on the 1980s cartoon series Thundercats. Okay. So, hit the fear. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that you were kind of geeked about that. I am super, super geeked about it because I always watch Thundercats, and I get that it, it's it's not your childhood, yeah, more it's not, more more mine than anything else. But here's and here's why I bring it up is because the fear is when you my say child, my childhood is South Park, and <laughs> when you say <laughs> and uh, the Simpsons, right? But, but more so South Park. But when you say like direct direct live action animated hybrid animated hybrid. And it's Thundercats for for our listeners out there in this in the in the age group that remembers it. The fear of a live action Thundercats makes me think of the show or movie Cats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was my and, first first thought whenever you said that too. Okay, so he brings the director actually. They brought that that up to him, and he says, "I don't want it to quote." He quotes here he says, "I don't want it to look like Cats. I don't want those kind of issues. No disrespect to that director." I don't mean to throw them under the bus any more than anyone else has, but I'm looking at more of a hybrid CGI film that has a hyper-real look and somehow bridges the gap between cartoon and CGI. He wants to lean more towards Avatar. Okay. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Where they don't just look like people as cats. They look like a whole different... And he doesn't want to veer away from the cartoon look. So he doesn't want to, like, drastically change it. Right. From what the cartoon series looks like. Uh, but we'll I mean, we'll see. It's interesting. Uh, it's not... Again, it's not... He's just... He's still writing it. But right. he, he's the only one that's taken interest in doing it. So... Um, Bringing up Godzilla vs. Kong, which is now available on HBO Max and right. theaters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to watch it. I have I have HBO Max. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out because... Uh, remember... Uh, remember how I told you that I was... I went up to Atlanta for three days and I talked with a lot of the crew members of different films and TV shows. Mm-hmm. And they had told me, like... Like, go down back to Florida, get your portfolio together, and come up here, and we got you all day. And they offered me, like, he said, you know, if you can move up here by next week, I'll put you on Venom. I'll put you on, you know. Yeah, still don't know why you didn't just do that. Because Because I had there's other priorities that that kept me here that I had to take care of first, and I told them why, and they understood. And this is another thing is that people ask me all the time, like, why aren't you there? Why aren't you doing it? Gone. Yeah, but dude. No, dude, nothing. There was nothing here that I could even think of that would remotely make me stay. Anyway. So, I stayed, and they said they completely understood, and that the job, you know, he's like, you just let me know when you're ready. Um, and so, well, now, with some of the uh, current changes that are happening in uh, Georgia, I uh, don't know if that's going to be an option for very long, but we'll see. Um Godzilla versus Kong. The whole point I'm trying to make about this is Godzilla versus Kong is the last film that I know about that he was working on. So if I did go up there, that was probably one of the projects that I was supposed to work on. Okay. Um, so that I know of. That was the last project that I know that he worked on. I'm sure he's worked on multiple other stuff. I heard that he actually um, he changed apartments and now he's not in lighting. He's in uh, doing sound and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong was one of the ones that uh, my buddy up in Atlanta worked on that he was gonna mm-hmm. that I was most likely gonna be working uh, with him on. So this is one of those films that I have to watch, just like Venom, just like the Han Solo movie, and um, Cobra Kai is the one that I haven't watched yet. But uh, he 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 had oh worked the show on, yeah he had worked on season two, mm-hmm. and that was around the time I was supposed to be moving up there as well. Um, but yeah, so it's just one of those movies that I just like. I'm gonna watch, and I'd be like, I could have been there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you know, should have. <clears throat> but you know, shit happens, and um, I don't know. There's always a reason behind everything, and there's a reason that I stayed. I mean, dude, if I had left, we wouldn't have this podcast right now. True, so, you know, and, but and how, different but things like that. So, how aside from that, everything happens for a reason. I, I do firmly believe that. Aside from that, how much farther would you be? You don't know. Maybe maybe it would have chewed me up and spit me out, and I would have given it up forever. Maybe but you'd by know taking that now. By, by maybe by taking this path, maybe I'm finding a way of doing it better and doing it my way to the point that it won't chew me up and spit me out. You know, I'm I'm more. Oh, you can pretty much. I'll tell you right now. You can pretty much expect Hollywood to chew you up and spit you out, no matter what you try to. The, that's the biggest thing with the Hollywood industry, and a lot of people in it will tell you this: um, that you pretty much expect to get rejected on the weekly, if not daily basis, um, as far as like the acting side of it goes. Well, of course, and the acting. Even side. now, so with so many people coming out of film school and and whatnot, trying to be in part of the crews. 
and try to be like on the crew or anything like that. Usually a production assistant, you can land with no problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. with no experience whatsoever. You can sign up type thing and they'll pay you by the hour to run, get coffee. Right. But here's the thing is that um, from what I've experienced and stuff by going up to uh, Atlanta and, and being on some of these sets and, and things of that sort as well is that they don't really look for a college degree anymore. They no. look for a portfolio. They're like, oh, okay, because everything's digital. Right, and that's what these college, these film schools are now building our portfolios. Yeah. I just got an email the other day from, I don't remember what freaking college or program oh, or something dude, like that. There's so many auditions for where, student films. Where the so thing, many auditions. Not even so, much, not even so much auditions, but this was very much like, a, oh, do you want to take like this online course? And if you take the online, I don't care, I'm not going to pull up right now because I'm too much to find it, but. If you take this online course for like a year, we'll set you up with a portfolio, right? And so yeah, on and so, so forth. I'm like, yeah, that's. I think that that's the uh, the L A Film School online or, or something like that. I, I used to see that all the time as well, and I had thought about it for a while, but I'm like, I, I have a small portfolio right now that I'm already building, so I was like, I could just keep building it myself and save myself some money. I mean, true, you know? but now you're all. But then again, you're also putting it out there yourself. Like right. you're having to do it yourself. Right. But uh, speaking of HBO Max as well, did you ever watch Tom and Jerry? I never bothered. I think it's, it's coming down off of the site soon. It already has. Yeah. Uh, a so, few uh, days ago. Yeah. I so. watched it before. It was. I think it came down on the 28th. But I watched it a couple days before it came down. Because Tom and Jerry was one of those show- cartoons that I also grew up on. Mm-hmm. Dude, I loved it, man. Like, I thought the movie was great. But I will tell you this. Like, my whole theory before, how I said, oh, Tom and Jerry are friends, so he has to act like he's trying to catch him so that they don't call the exterminator or whatever, right. that type of thing. Yeah, no, that really didn't show that that was the case in the film. Well, Jerry's the, a dick, well, the fil- <laughs> Jerry is such a dick. But the film is, I mean, the film's based on the characters, not so much the cartoon series. Right, The right. cartoon series, they lived in the house with the little old lady and... yeah. But, like, dude, in the movie, Jerry is such a dick. Even though they were, like, being friends at one point, because, you know, it was always a back-and-forth thing, like, when Jerry's all super nice to him or whatever. Right. You know, even in the old cartoon. And then he just turns around, and he's just a dick. It was, like, like one point, a spoiler alert, there's was, like, one point when fucking Tom is trying to mack on this other cat, mm-hmm. and he's just all, like, playing piano and, like, being all, you know, he's trying to impress her. Is it like a white cat? Yeah. With red lips? Yeah, it's a con- that's a constant it's yeah. in the, in the, from the show. So, like, he's, like, trying to, like, you know, flirt with this freaking cat. And then Jerry sees it and, like, goes and starts, like, fucking up his piano playing or yep. whatever. And then they end up getting into another fight right then and there. That's <laughs> and usually how like, it happens. Jerry, bro, you're a dick. Let him, like, it's like they said in uh, Superbad. We're supposed to be guiding his cock, not blocking it. <laughs> <laughs> like... But, but yeah, dude, Jerry was a fucking dick. But have you seen any of the new trailers that are uh, been releasing for HBO Max? I, I have not. The but new then again, Suicide I've, Squad? I've been, I saw, I saw way back when they were doing, like, I saw <laughs> behind the scenes, and I saw this whole, I don't want to say it was like a twenty minute behind the scenes on how they did certain things, like the beach scene, and there's other stuff, and. 
and the characters when they were first doing like a reveal type, like a look behind reveal. Right. And it was looking. I mean, it looked interest. It looked interesting. James Gunn is doing this one like he did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's the thing is that that's what it really reminds me of because there's a lot. It's from the trailer. It's, it's a lot comedy based. Like a, a lot of one liners. A lot of one-liners. A lot right. of riffing back and forth between characters. A lot like how Guardians was with Star-Lord and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to remind me a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is great because I, I love those films. Um, But I don't know any of the characters in it besides, of course, Harley Quinn. And, yeah. and uh, Sh- uh, Shark. Oh, what's his name? I don't know. The Giant Shark. Still he was no in The idea. Flash episode the giant shark i, I know what you're talking about i know the i know yeah. the character i don't know the character's name i know what you're talking about but yeah um and it's rated r so yeah, like, that you, i knew it was gonna you happen. see the fucking shark i can't remember his name for the life of me jesus christ but uh the shark guy like he dude straight up just eats somebody right there even in the trailer oh yeah <laughs> like yeah it's it, it's gonna be brutal that's but a, it's, speaking it's of brutal good. the mortal Kombat movie i can't wait it's been it's been delayed i whatever by a week I still can't wait um <laughs> but and that's fine, but they can't even can't wait even longer for a week. the The producer or the directors or somebody came out and said that James Wan. I don't remember the the gore and the violence in that borderlines the above R rating, like the NC seventeen, like maybe a little. Wow. Yeah. They said they really pushed the envelope as far as getting that R rating. No shit. Like it's the if there was like a if there was a scale. The R rating for Mortal Kombat would be at the top, like at the top of the scale. No shit. Like if they dropped another F bomb, it would have been over. They would have they would have missed the rating altogether. No shit. Yeah. I found that interesting, but now that I mean that just makes people want to you know I don't know if that's true or not, but that just makes people probably want to see it more because Mortal Kombat was such a controversy back way oh, back yeah. in the day. The video game itself. Was, that was like one of the very first games that people I think that people were like, oh my god, the violence. It was. It was the very first game. A, it was the very first game to show over-the-top violence and, like, but not just, and like... gore. But not... Okay, for video games, there was cartoon violence, you know, where an explosion right. or this guy. But to, this Mortal Kombat game was... To rip somebody's skull out. And it was filmed using live-action actors. And so because they used live-action actors, it gave the more realism and the ability to actually, yeah, to look like, you know, people were getting killed. So... Right. It was the first game to do that, and it caused the most controversy. And then, of course, the sequel came out and just pushed the envelope more. Yeah. And so on and so forth. And then and, Grand Theft Auto came out, and you're fucking hookers right. and shooting so, drug dealers. And it's the government like, tries to step in and tries to do this whole, like, oh, well, what are we going to do to fix it? And so the game industry actually came up with the MPAA rating system Yeah. type, where they can kind of, or the, excuse me, the ESRB. MPAA's movies, ESRB. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, what? ESRB rating system, <laughs> yeah, for video games so that they could put their own labels on it without having, you know, federal oversight, so to speak. So, right. But yeah, Mortal Kombat is the one that started <clears throat> all of that. Did you ever watch the old Dune movie? I never did. Neither it did I. It was huge. It's huge, pop, really huge and popular in geek culture. Yeah. But I, never I never actually saw the old one. And I guess, I, I don't know, it just didn't, I saw the trailer for the old one and it never sparked my interest to well, like, oh, I need to see that. I saw the trailer for the new one that's releasing in October. Yeah. And I'm super interested. It actually looks like a pretty decent movie. 
It, it looks re- a little confusing. It always reminds me I don't of... understand because I've never seen the original, and so it's like some sort of fantasy world type of thing. But it kind of it reminds me like the trailer that I saw. It's going to it kind of to me looks like a desert version of Waterworld. I could see that because of the scale of it and the, the look. Yeah. Of like the characters and things in right. Waterworld to have that like just uh, what's the word. Post-apocalyptic. There it is. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's type. a post-apocalyptic movie, you know. And in Waterworld, everyone. This, this is what I found funny is that in Waterworld, everybody looked dirty. In a world without dirt. <laughs> in a world <laughs> like, with no dirt, everything is filthy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just. It was kind of weird, but I mean, it is what it is. I guess. It's, but um, but Jason Momoa is actually in the new Dune movie. Yeah, again, he's one of the ones that I recognized. He's in the and he, he's real popular. So, yeah. as far as his being able to like pull off specific characters and and that big, he's got that look though. I mean, even I don't know if you saw Game of Thrones, but like even when he was in Game of Thrones, he's got even, that. No, I've never seen it. I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, he was originally in Game of Thrones, and well, I should say like the first what season or so of Game of Thrones, and um, he does. He just has that like presence of post apocalyptic <laughs> right. sense you know that like warrior type darkness which is again why i think you know dc picked him up for aquaman yeah uh which was a shocker i didn't i was always like aquaman always in the cartoons and and the comic book was always like this white blonde haired dude yeah you know like you'd always well, see even him. in um smallville i don't never saw smallville yeah, so. in smallville they they brought in arthur curry or whatever mm-hmm. it's aquaman and he was like a 19-year-old, blonde, blue-eyed swimmer. <laughs> you know? But no, I, I thought he was a great pick for Aquaman, for sure. Because uh, it gave it that, that dark side of things, which is really funny because in Justice League, dark side is the bad guy. But <laughs> yeah, um, but no, and it, and it uh, I think he did a, a phenomenal job. And I think his attitude with everything gave Aquaman, like, because I, I never had any interest in Aquaman. Growing up, no, nope. I it was all like that dude's dumb. <laughs> like, he talks to fish. He talks to fish. What What is he really gonna do besides stop polluting of the oceans? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it right. was just it wasn't my thing. But after watching, especially the Snyder cut, I was just like, I might have to go back and watch Aquaman now because like I never, I haven't seen Aquaman, but um. It was good. His whole attitude, man. Like, he saved that dude from drowning, and then he freaking, like, drops him off at the bar, and he just grabs a bottle of whiskey, and he looks at the guy, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. looks at the bartender, he goes, that guy's buying. <laughs> and that was <laughs> like, in the original. That was actually in the original. Yeah. But, like, and then and then he goes out onto the pier, and he, like, smashes the bottle onto the ground, and then the waves take. I was like, all that glass just ended up in the ocean, bro. <laughs> You're supposed to be the protector of he's the like, seas. He's like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, but. He's like, fuck all that. I don't yeah. even care. But no, like I could definitely see him being in a lot more post-apocalyptic movies, being like like Dune or like in the next Mad Max film or something like that. Let me go back though, real quick. Uh, I did, I do have one more thing to say about Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. so the the problem, well, I say the problem, but the reason why Mortal Kombat ended up going close, I should say, really close to that NC seventeen rating, is because the the filmmakers, mainly the director didn't want to CG stuff if he didn't have to. Whoa. So I'm not saying that he's going to go over the top like when we talked about the Halloween episode where they used like real 
skulls and right like no that yeah movies. But, but they used props and right yeah like the bloody brutality it, you know they would use like fa- the fake blood and they would instead of you know i, I guess the, they didn't like the original mortal Kombat movies actually were only like pg-13 they they didn't go the whole right the whole rated r route so they were only trying to use they said they were only trying to use cg if there was no way to get the shot like goro yeah then they would have to rely on the on a little bit of the CG, but it was not "quote unquote" very often. That's awesome. That makes me want to watch it even more. But they literally had to quote. They said the filmmakers had to thread the needle in the edit bay to avoid going past the R rating because of the stuff they yeah. They didn't want to underdo it. They didn't want to overdo it. Uh, they wanted to make it so that people watched it and said like, "Now that was Mortal Kombat." You know, like that was right. very close to. Well, back in the, the day, they, they kept it PG-13 because they were trying to direct the film towards teenagers. Right. Because yeah. the teenagers were playing the games, you know. Um, but now, all of those teenagers are adults. <laughs> so, now they're trying and, to push the R rating. Yeah, and I now we want to see that. Smart move. Real so, smart move. Yeah, so we'll see. So, a lot of the stuff that you'll see, unfortunately, they... Well, I say unfortunately, but there's a lot of stuff you see, they actually will... It's not CG. It's going to be... They'll utilize actual props actual fake blood that type of thing and now did you wa- finally watch uh falcon and the winter soldier no i haven't even watched wandavision so i haven't had time to watch tv i can't get your opinion then on the new captain america as you say you know what i've watched in the past week um only three 20 minute episodes of solar opposite season two Okay. <laughs> That's all I've had time for is literally one hour of television and I watched three episodes of Solar Opposites and it's fucking hilarious. If you don't know, you know what that show is, right? Is this the one that was done by the creators of Rick and Morty? Yes. Okay. And season two just dropped on Hulu and it's fucking great. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome, man. Um, right. Okay, so the story is about an alien family. That comes down. It's like Rick and Morty's version of American Dad. <laughs> okay, uh, almost kind of. It's, it's an alien family that lands on Earth, and he's just like, I hate it here. Or it's a horrible home. He's just like comes out for like the most random fucking excuse as to why Earth is horrible. Right, and you cannot argue with it. He's a hundred percent right <laughs> on every time. Okay, but and that's like the intro. But the kids. Because they're aliens, they have all this, you know, advanced technology, and the sun has a shrink ray. And so he likes to shrink people and collect people. And he's like, oh, that one's got a red shirt! And he shrinks them down and puts them in a jar. Mm-hmm. And he brings them and puts them into, like, this ant farm in his wall. Oh, in his okay. bedroom. But because they're kids, they only feed them candy. Ah. So, like, everybody in the wall has diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, so they, um, they have... Like in the new episode, what are they called? The kind bars or yeah, whatever? You okay. know? The, so yeah, the, energy, the little now, energy bars or yeah, whatever. Now yeah. that they've built this society or whatever in this ant farm place, they took the seeds out of kind bars and started growing like strawberries and like <laughs> stuff like that, right? And uh, so you just see them and they've got like this giant fucking strawberry that they're taking a bite of. So now it's like civilization is starting to become better than what it was, which was a post-apocalyptic world where all they ate was candy. 
<laughs> like, Got it. So now it's starting to like blossom, but now they're finding they there's like a serial killer on the loose, and this guy who was like a war hero during the Nerds War, and like and this is all in the, candy. this is all in the build. This is all just in the wall. This has nothing to do with the actual show of the alien so family side, being on Earth. This, this is, is a side, side story. Okay, and it's just it's epic and it's hilarious. It's such a great show. I highly recommend seeing Solar Opposites. Okay, so that's on Hulu. Yeah, and the season two is out now. Yes. Okay. And cool. dude, there was even at one point whenever it's uh, he's all like, "We'll be right back after these messages." Solar opposites. Unless you uh, upgraded your Hulu, there, you big spender. <laughs> and then, like, and then it'll cut back to the show or the commercial. Like, dude, it's fucking genius and it's great. They uh, Sarah Silverman did that when she had her Hulu show. Oh, really? Yeah, she was all like, "Okay, we'll be right back after these messages." Unless you pay for the better Hulu, and then the show will keep going. And it's <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, it's it's freaking it's hilarious though because like they mention Hulu all the time in the show. He's like, this Hulu email sucks. <laughs> like, it like goes on to something else. Like, dude, it's 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 freaking great. And I feel like like I want Rick and Morty to come back, mm-hmm. but now I know why Rick and Morty is still being like pushed off because he was working on Solar Opposites now. You know, right? So okay, so let now let me. I got a topic. Oh, for sorry, you. Winter Soldier. Yes, code. I no, not, I'm not even gonna. If you that. haven't seen Winter Soldiers, I'm not even gonna. Like I said, I'm not even gonna bother. Okay. Because they they introduced a whole Captain America thing, and oh, right. I don't want to give anything away. If you haven't seen it, but just I'll try to watch it if you get a chance. Yeah. Um. What I do want to talk about though is because it's now 2021, and you'll be able to even talk about this because the the we're gonna still going with movies. Yeah, I've got okay. one more movie thing I want to talk about, too. It's just a quick thing, but yeah, I'm going to let you continue. Go ahead. This I have right here is a list of movies that have turned 20 years old this year. Why do you do this to me? So you can feel why old. You, why? <laughs> I don't want to feel old. I already feel old every time I wake up and go, my ankles aren't supposed to feel this way. Yeah, well, that comes with 30. Wait till you hit 40. Then you'll see what feels, what hurts. <laughs> oh, man. All right, first movie. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. 20 years since... Well, 20 years ago was 2001. Okay. Oh, my God. The 40-year-old virgin is is on that list. Hold on. I know that one. (laughs) 20 years ago, Reese Witherspoon played a lawyer. Legally Blonde? Yeah. Okay, I felt like that was a '90s film. I know, right? Like, I felt like like, I feel like that movie's way older. Came out with Clueless. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's surprisingly not. Okay, that actually made me feel a little young. Oh, thanks. The second, the (laughs) second one was released in 2003, and there's a third Legally Blonde expected 2022. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So again, that's why it's probably on this list here. Um, Moulin Rouge with Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor. Wow, once again, thought that was 90s. Yeah, no, that was, uh, again, make, make 20, me feel, Okay, you're not making old. me feel old at all, Bob. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I've never seen any of them. Okay, so it, I think it, was the, it says Philosopher's Stone, but I think it's Harry Sorcerer's Potter and Stone. the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, that's okay, right. So, because, yeah, I, I read half of the first book. So keep in mind. Half, I just, I don't yeah. know, I lost interest in it, man. It's just, I'm not really into the wizard 20, stuff. 20 years ago... Daniel Radcliffe was 11 years old. So, so there you go. Still as, he's as old as I am. Yeah. Heard. The Fast and the Furious. Okay, now I feel old. But then again, they've they, made have, 14 they have like films. I was going to say, then again, they have like, yeah, 14 of them. So they've made 14 Fast and the Furious films. <laughs> yeah. It was Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. 
Fast and the Furiously strong. I, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I don't even. I lost. Too track. fast, too furious. So fast, so furious. I don't even know. Yeah, so fast, so furious. Furious. So, so seven, too many. Furious eight. Uh, whatever. Are we still furious? That should be one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bridget Jones Diary. Uh, okay, I didn't ever watch it. Honestly, oh, I'm you sorry. Didn't? You didn't no. go and get a good I never, cry on there, Bob? I didn't get my cry on with Renee Zayweger. Okay. No, I've never seen it either. I just know Pride and Prejudice of Bridget Jones' Diary. Yeah, I, I, I don't, um, I've never seen it either. I just heard people mocking. It's like, oh, you're going to go home and watch Bridget Jones' Diary and get a good cry on? Apparently. I'm like, okay. The Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. I remember when that came out. Yeah. I, I, don't, remember, I don't feel like that was a 90s film. No, like we like no. we talked about it a minute school. ago. Like some of those were felt like when they were nineties. Yeah, I was in middle school. That was two thousand one. Yeah. So there, that one, and then the others with Nicole Kidman. Wow. Well, no, because that was two thousand one. Yeah. I yep. feel like that was older. Yeah. I feel like that was nineties, but all right. The Princess Diaries. Never watched it. Never cared to. With uh, what's her Anne Hathaway? Right. This is, I mean, this is what catapulted Anne Hathaway's career. Right. This is what made her like, like take off. You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't she play me. Catwoman at one point? She did. Yeah, she did. I don't know if it was rumored to her if she actually did. Yeah. No, she she did in the last. Um, what was it? The last, uh, not the last Batman. Yeah, the last Batman. The one with Bane. Yeah, that's uh, it. I never saw it. I can't remember the um, the name of it though. It was Dark Knight Rises. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, that this is a good side note here. Pearl Harbor. Remember with Ben Affleck? Yeah. And Kate Beckinsale. Right. And Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Okay. Do you know the story behind Josh Hartnett? Let me take a little detour here. Um, I don't know why he doesn't do films anymore, but I fucking love him as an actor. I do. I I know a little bit. And what let happened? me let me finish let me finish this. Okay. And then uh, we'll go back to let's. And then we have to go back to Batman because that's what I was going to talk about. But go ahead. But yeah, we'll go back to um. We'll go back to Batman and uh, Josh Hartnett. So, Shrek. That's the oh, last one on my list here. Now, now I'm old. <laughs> May 18th, 2001, kicking off the mega franchise with three sequels, two holiday specials, a spin-off film, and now a stage musical. And did you know who is supposed to play Shrek before Mike Myers? I do, but you can go ahead and announce it. I know Chris who it was. Farley. Yeah. There is actually, you can find it on YouTube, of... Chris Farley doing um, audio takes and stuff during the storyboards of him talking with Eddie Murphy as Donkey, and it's it's the it's one of those drop it and leave it alone things. Yeah. That scene you can actually hear Chris Farley's take on it, and I love Chris Farley, man. You know this, right? Chris Farley was the fucking man to me. Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, fucking Beverly Hills Ninja. Everybody hated that movie. I love that movie. Um. Chris Farley was the man, but Mike Myers will always be Shrek. Like, yeah. he did such a great job. Right. Because Chris Farley as Shrek was still Chris Farley's voice. Mike Myers changed his voice to sound like an ogre, in a sense. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he put the... He put an actual voice behind and it. And the accent and everything on right. it, right. He actually put a voice behind it. So Chris Farley was just playing Chris Farley. So, Shrek... Just Interesting to, enough, too. Sorry, while I'm on this topic, no, just real quick, um, Ben Stiller wrote the Cable Guy for Chris Farley to play. Really, the Cable Guy. So, real quick though, uh, last year, 2020, Shrek was one of the 
only films done by DreamWorks Animation, or I should say the first film done by DreamWorks Animation, to be selected for preservation in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being a culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant film. Wait, what is? Yeah. So Shrek has, is now preserved what? in the National Film Registry by the Library of Congress. As being, yeah, as being a culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant film. Yeah, so it's part of history now. <laughs> it's okay. not just film stuff. It's just like, it's now it's like National Film Registry history. Wait, if it's, in, if, if, but if a film reaches, if, if when a film reaches that, can't you show it publicly? I don't know. Without needing the rights to it? I don't know. Because I didn't think that fucking DreamWorks would allow that. It, at the, for the time being, be, being that it is that big, you know what I mean. I do, because there's but certain if you films seen that you're by now, right? But there's certain films that you are allowed to show publicly without needing any rights to it, and it's a very small list when it comes to significant films. Oh, recognizable films, right? Yeah, significant films. Um, that would be good. That would be good for something to look up and talk about next week. Yeah, it would. Yeah, let's do what that. What films can be shown without, public, legally publicly without having to get rights and paying uh, paying for the rights to it? I'm gonna make a note real quick. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's what's in that library, which is you're gonna get a lot of films that you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> what was the Batman thing you want to talk about? Oh, um. Okay, so I started watching these YouTube videos of this lawyer that talks about films, and I fucking dove into a rabbit hole a couple weeks ago with it. And he talks about The Dark Knight, and who broke more laws, Batman or the Joker? Okay. Well, um, come to find out it was Batman by a lot. Like, like the Joker did like 12,000 years in jail, in prison, okay. and Batman did like 60 million. <laughs> <laughs> but... He shows a clip in the film, which got him a lot of Batman's time in prison or whatever. It's it's a very interesting YouTube video, but there's the scene when, in The Dark Knight, when Batman is showing Lucius Fox. Do you remember The Dark Knight? Yeah. When he's showing Lucius Fox that sonar with all of the monitors in his little basement, and he goes, you took my sonar device, put it in everybody's phone in the city... He's all like, this is wrong. He basically is spying on everyone in the city, which is what got him so many years in prison. Right, <laughs> like, right. But that whole scene, like, throughout the film, Lucius Fox knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Okay, right. But in that scene, they're the only two in that basement. And Batman is still talking like this. <laughs> so, like, why? Why are you still talking like Batman? <laughs> Just put in your name, and it will destroy the machine. <laughs> like, you don't need that, dude. He knows you're Bruce Wayne. You don't it have to disguise well. your voice. <laughs> like, that bugged me. Like, when I noticed that, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I never noticed it before until I watched his YouTube video. But I was like, that's that's stupid. Like, if I was... I don't know. It's true. It's, it's just That's just ridiculous. Like, little... And see, and that's the thing, is that I think that that is a job in the film industry that I would be really good at, is continuity director. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd be really good at that. Because I'd be like, why are you talking in your secret voice? <laughs> you know, it's just... Right. And different things like that. And I did that shit, uh, sort of shit all the time when we were on set. So it's, I feel like I'd be really, really good at that. But I feel like that would be a very tedious job to do as well. Right. 
But yeah, no, that was it. That was just my whole Batman thing. The Dark Knight. Why, why, why are you using your secret voice, dude? <laughs> like, he knows who you are. Stop being fucking bougie. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Go, going back to Josh Hartnett. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, Josh Hartnett. I really want to know why. Because, dude, I loved... The Faculty was one of my favorite movies Okay, he, up. he never disappeared from Hollywood. Oh, really? He's been active in Hollywood since 98, 97. Him, him and I are actually the same age. He's been active in Hollywood since 97. And he's got three kids. But he he was he was being pushed as um, one of like the top stars. Especially when Pearl Harbor came out. Right. In 2001, he was being pushed as, like, you know, um, People Magazine's 50 Most Beautiful People. Uh, He was voted Bliss Magazine's Third Sexiest Male. And, like, all of these things. Like, he was starting to, like, rise up. He was going to be an A-list. He was literally set for A-lister. And the studios were pushing him and everything was pushing him. And he was miserable. Absolutely miserable. Because, like, the last film that I saw that he did that was, like, big budget, like, a the A-list film, right, was uh, thirty days and thirty not not forty days and forty nights, but thirty days of, of night, the vampire movie in Alaska, which was an awesome movie. But well, in two thousand and four, he came out and said, "I know what it's like to be in the whole world. I was up there for a couple of years, and it was uncomfortable. I think trying to stay at the top is a shortcut to unhappiness. So I'm going to take a break from acting." Uh, I spent a bit of time really thinking about whether this was the right thing for me to do or not. So he disappears. And I won't say he disappears completely. Let's be honest. If you look at his resume, it doesn't stop. Like he is, every year he's doing, he did something. Like there's a complete list of. But he just did smaller. But it's much smaller. He walked, you know, he stepped away. He did Black Black Hawk Down. He did Halloween H, you know, H2O. Right. The faculty. Um he did Pearl Harbor, he did uh, Town and Country, and 40 Days, 40 Nights, Hollywood Homicide, and then it was like... Well, 30 Days a Night as well. Like I said, that was, that was the last he one did, that I remember. He did Sin City, he did The Black oh, Dahlia. Yeah, I forgot about Sin City. Yeah, so he was doing... He even won an award for Lucky Number Slevin, and that's when he started... You know, he, 30 Days a Night was 2007, and then it looks like he just did a web series. In, like, 08 is when he did, kind of disappeared. And he said he was just miserable. But again, he, he is, his track record shows that he's been working every year, except for 2016. He was doing uh, Penny Dreadful, which was a show, a TV show. And 2018, nothing. He was completely off the map. So I don't know what, what was up with that. But he's coming back now. He actually has one, two, three, f- oh, excuse me. Yeah, three movies out this year alone that should yeah is he trying to like make his way back up to, up to a-list i don't know maybe value of the gods ida red wrath of man which i just saw the trailer for it's a, the new guy Ritchie film no shit yeah it's a new guy Ritchie film okay. with uh jason straight uh statham um, yeah jason yeah jason statham is in a lot of guy Ritchie films he's it's in called revolver lock stock and two smoking barrels it's Smash. an action thriller right so um it's yeah it's called Wrath of Man. It's in post-production now. There's no... Yeah. Guy Ritchie is one of my favorite directors. And, and then Mark's The Long season. Home is another one, but that got delayed back in 2015. So hopefully that's still in the works. But again, he disappeared because he was unhappy. So I don't know. If I was on... like Again, I guess everybody's got their own path or whatever, like you said. 
but if you were on I mean essentially let's be honest he was on the the sh- the short train to to a list or superstardom yeah and let it go which is crazy to me <laughs> because there's so many actors out there that would have you know they would kill for that spot they would yeah they would have in the early 2000s he was actually approached multiple times to play Clark Kent slash Superman. Really? Yeah. That would have been interesting. Like for um, Smallville? I don't. It doesn't say. It says that Brett Ratner was the original director for the project, but he constantly, uh, Josh Hartnett constantly turned it down, not wanting to commit to a predict, uh, yeah, predicted ten year role. He turned down many other superhero roles as well, and just wanted to do the movie he wanted to do. Oh shit. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Interesting stuff. Like, again, for somebody to be, like, on their way to the top and just, then did just kind of go, eh. Yeah. Looking well, at, what would you have done? I would have done it in a heartbeat. Eat that fucking me? humble pie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But here's the thing is, like, again, if he's, you know, the early 2000s and they're talking about a superhero film, you know, I'd be like, let me see the script first. Right. I'd be like, let's see. Like, I'm not going to do... You know, something stupid. Superman Returns. Yeah. So, <laughs> so whatever. But, you know, you, you, at this point, if he, at the point that he was in his career, he had, I mean, he could have had his pick of. Right. Of whatever. Right. Uh, and as it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. I noticed that but, uh, Johnny Depp's kind of been stepping down a bit. I haven't really seen him in a whole lot. Uh, the big, the big controversy with him. Well, everything with his, his ex. Right. You know, is going down. Right. So, yeah, so there's that. Let's move right now because we're going to wrap this this episode up here. So do you have anything for Florida Man, by the way? No, I do not. Okay. Um, I do have some stories to tell. Um, so. How do you want to do it? You want to do the stories now? Or you last do week the I promised. Last, last, last week I promised. Extended? Or what do you want to do? Last week I did promise the airport story. All right, why don't you tell the airport story? Okay, so when I was going to, um, when I was going to Atlanta to hang out with the crew members, I, I went to the airport and, like, so you step whenever you're going through security, right? You step through, and you take your shoes off, you do all of that, put it all on the conveyor belt, and then you step into this machine and you have to put your hands like just above your head. And it's like some sort of X-ray machine. Oh, the one that scans your whole body, like the yeah, full the full body, scan? body scans, yeah. or whatever. And uh, I was standing there, and then I walk through, and this guy says, "Sir, can you step over here?" I'm all like, "What? What?" Like they weren't picking anybody else out. So I was just all like, "Uh, what?" And he's like, "Just right this way." Fucking wands me down. Nothing. He goes, "All right." He goes, "Take a look at that monitor over there." I turn and I look at the monitor. Yeah. And there's just like, it's my blue body or whatever. Right. And then the only part that was like red. Yeah. Was my crotchal area. So. And. <laughs> okay, but that's a heat signature? Yeah. So your <laughs> so, dick was hot? <laughs> I mean, I so guess. you go to the airport with a hot dick? So it's like, dude, like it was all around like my crotchal area. He goes, I got to touch you there. <laughs> And um, so I just, I whispered. I was like, be gentle. <laughs> right? And like, he, and he starts laughing, dude. As soon as I said, because I, I whispered it to him, I was like, be gentle. And he started freaking laughing or whatever. He started feeling around. 
was all like, you, you like what you're feeling, bro? Like, yeah. what do you, you know? <laughs> and then, like, he's laughing. He, dude, I just have him cracking up laughing, like, the entire time. Right? And I go through. I go to uh, Atlanta. I have a great time for three days. I right, go right. to the set of The Walking Dead and, like, all this. I go to the little town that they filmed it in. So I have a blast. I get to Atlanta Airport. I go through security, take my shoes off, put everything on the conveyor belt. I go through the fucking full body scan. I fucking step through. He says, sir, step right over here. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, and he's all, you see the monitor? I was all like, yeah. Am I like not shaving my pubes down far enough or something? <laughs> like, the, like, what the fuck is going on, bro? You've got metallic like, pubes. Is that what you want to tell yeah, everybody? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, am I fucking using the wrong soap? Yeah, like, what's, what's happening? What's going on? And... He's all like, all right, well, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, like, on the way up here, the same shit happened. He goes, you know, I got to touch you there. I was all like, yeah, I know. He goes, you want to do it in private or you want to do it out here? I was like, out here where there's witnesses. <laughs> and, he, and he just starts cracking up laughing again. And he starts feeling around. And I'm just like, be gentle. <laughs> like, right. Uh, he's like in front of me. Like, right by your face. Right by my face. I'm like, be gentle. And he just starts dying laughing again. Like, I just, I thought it was funny, man. Like, I, just, so what was I don't the know what it is, but every but time I go, problem? huh? What was the problem? No fucking clue. Every time I go to the airport, they have to touch my private parts. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. Are you what Delta? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Spirit Airlines. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't get it, man. I have to get fucking touched every time I go to the airport. I'm just. I don't know. Maybe they think. Maybe they like me. You know, I did hear one theory though. Um, you know how. Like when something gets like when something gets hot, it expands. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not fat. I'm hot. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I saw that on the internet the other day, and I was all like, "That's fucking genius." That's your new tattoo. That's my new tattoo. That's right. <laughs> but but no, yeah, dude. Like I don't get it, man. At the air- every time I always get stopped at the airport now, like every single time, and they're like, "Hey, let me touch your penis." I'm like, so all the dudes at the airport are trying to touch your cock on a daily basis. Yeah, now. every time I go, man. Every time you go to the it. airport, you know. Like last week, you talked about taking a bottle say, opener all the time. Can I say this dick is explosive? Yeah, all right. That's Be it. careful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. But that's uh, dude. But yeah, it's fucking crazy. That was my airport my airport stories, dude. Like twice in three days. Well, good to know. From now on, going to the airport, I'm yep. take a separate flight. <laughs> yeah. Be like, we have the same last name, but I'm not related to him. I don't you, know You don't have to touch all. my penis. He, yeah. I don't need to be felt up, <laughs> sir. I mean, you, I could just on the flip side. I could just be all like, every time I get to the airport, dude, I get full service. Every time. <laughs> you should just start wearing sweats. Just you should. Just be like, you want me to take my pants off? <laughs> it's not necessary. I totally will. <laughs> I just, as soon as I go through, I just fucking undo it and just, just drop it out. Just drop Just right out. there in the middle of the Ta-da! fucking airport. Here you go. Uh, You're like, this is not the routine? Um. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, I need to turn my head and cough? Um, but all right, so there's the airport story. There's the airport I story. I don't know why I was leading into that story from last week, but whenever we had ran out of time, but... There I don't is. know, that's a weird... that you. Yeah, yeah I, for some last reason week, you needed to talk about the your episode. Hot cock, apparently, <laughs> the episode last week reminded me. I think we were talking about airports or something, and it just reminded me of that story. Um, yeah, because we were talking about the bar thing. We were talking about we pulled a shame of life card, and we were talking about your accessory that you would come with as an action figure. And you said a bar, a bottle opener, and I said, "Well, you must be fun at the airport." 
That's oh, what juggled. That's the what juggled. Story. It. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that makes sense now. It does. So we're gonna. You know what? Actually, go ahead. I'm thinking about it uh, now. You know what accessory I would have more on me than a bottle opener? Uh, <laughs> okay. okay, I'm listening now. My vape. Pro- yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure, that vape is always in my hand. Yeah, always. That's I a for really. Sure. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm cutting back. I'm getting close. I'm on six milligrams. Oh my god! I'm so, going down to so three here soon. Side yeah. note: We were talking about chia pet as well and like how to make oh, you yeah. did you chia. get it i didn't i didn't reach out to chia pet yet i'm just i'm busy i've got a hundred other things going on right, with this podcast that. but the um i did have uh, one of the fans send me like a picture or something it's not of you but it was of a how chia pet came out with another where you can grow the beard like shit. yeah so it's not it's clearly not impossible I don't know if I have the picture here. If I have the picture, I'm going to put it on Patreon. But um, a fan of ours, yeah, it's. I mean, it's clearly it's fake, but it's funny, and so there it is. I'll have to, I'll put the picture up on oh, Patreon. No so she a mask, yeah. Special. Uh, I'm gonna do a shout out here to Chip for sending me that picture. I'll put oh, it up, right I'll on. Put it on. Thanks, put it, Chip. I'll put it up on Patreon so everyone can see What's what it up, is. What's up, man? Um, but that's funny. But did she? Okay, so going back to what I was saying, though, we pull the shame of life card at the end of the show. So we're probably end up pulling more um, as we go farther down. Um, the shame of life. Here we go. We'll pull one card. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Let's do this one here. The most inappropriate movie to remake as a porno. <laughs> huh. Inap- inappropriate movie. Not like to be remade as a porno. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Jesus, three hundred? Three? <laughs> Are you not entertained? Gladiator. Gladiator. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Just gets up at the end. Are you not entertained? <laughs> like, whoa! This got violent really quickly. Glad I ate her. Um. The Muppet movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this could do. We could go on all night with this one. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, because we do movie stuff. This is why I thought it was a perfect yeah, Iron Man. Iron- <laughs> <laughs> you know what they did? That you know they they, pro- they most likely did. The rule is always that they if they've talked about it, it's been made. It yep. Probably you could probably find. They did a Pirates of the Caribbean one. Uh, I don't even want to know, <laughs> dude. It was funny. Uh, I don't think t- they're supposed to be no, funny. No, I, I know. Porns are supposed I to be comedy. I know. It's it, but okay. So I ended up somehow watching, uh, like the first like five minutes of the Pirates because I was trying. Here's what I was. I was trying to download the Pirates of the Caribbean movie because I used to bootleg movies or whatever. Right. And I ended up getting the wrong one. So when I started the movie, I was unaware that it was the incorrect Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. And it started off. And it was just a captain in his freaking quarters just, like, writing a letter. So I was all like, wait a minute, this isn't Johnny Depp. I was like, well, you know, whatever. I was all like, I don't I don't think this is the right one. But I'm like, I was curious. And it was all like, he was talking about how it was, like, bad luck to have a female on board. But it seems to be really working. It's She seemed to really be bringing them closer to God. And then you hear, like, next door, he's like, oh, God, oh, God. And the camera cuts over, and she's, like, sucking his dick. And I was just all like, that's fucking – I was laughing hysterically. Unbelievable. It was so funny. 
But well, good to know. Anyway, that there's a Pirates so, of the Caribbean porno now. Thank you for yeah, yeah, <laughs> letting everybody go. know. A little little monologue for you. But uh, the most <laughs> inappropriate, the most, most in, inappropriate. inappropriate movie yeah, to make Christ, as I'm a so going it, to that's probably that going to yeah. So that's, going to hell. For that's that probably one. going to be it though. I think that's going to be the biggest winner. You can't just say Passion of the Christ. Passion of the Christ! Um, <laughs> um, Yeah, that's probably going to be it. That's probably, I would say. And yeah. who knows? They probably made a porno about that. Who the hell knows? They're probably. I wouldn't even doubt it. Yeah. All uh, right. Actually, well, I mean, they kind of close. The Last Temptation of Christ. That was an actual film. But that, that had a lot of uh, controversy on it. Because, like, Christ actually, like, I guess made love to a woman or something. Played by Willem Dafoe. You know what I'm talking about? Not a clue. Yeah, it was Last Temptation of Christ or something like that. A lot of controversy behind it, but anyway. But yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, dude, uh, we could go all night with the movies, though. This is true. Uh, but we're going to wrap up this episode. We are. For the public. For the public. we are going to keep going on Patreon. In the Patreon one, I'm just I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm, I'm pull- going to be telling a story about how I was incepted in my dream. Okay, and before we do that, though, I'm going to pull one more card from oh, the shame okay. of life. So but yeah, no. If you are not a member of Patreon and you want to hear the story of how my dream was incepted and what happened, then you know, like the movie Inception, yeah, how they like go into your you're... dream or yeah, whatever and like fuck yeah. with shit. Yep. Yeah, somebody incepted my fucking dream, and it, it would fucking mind blew me, dude. Mind blew me, and I'm going to be telling that story on our Patreon version or in our extended cut. So if you would like to hear that story, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah, you could get it. If you sign up for Patreon, you'll be able to get it right now, episode 33. Yeah. And you get free merch with Patreon whenever you sign up. So You do get free merch that. on certain tiers, yeah. and uh, other tiers actually have discounted merch now. So yep. take a look at that. But uh, you can check it out at patreon.com slash rayheartrundown. But that wraps it up for this episode for the public. If you're listening on Patreon, stay tuned. It will continue after the music. Yep. So thanks so much, guys. Take care, y'all. We'll be right back.